Roddy, man. How are you guys doing? Winning our brawl is over. I am your host of the Wrestling Take with Podcast, Jordan Turner. I'm a fan that speaks his mind. And I am a fan that loves talking pro wrestling. I'm also a fan that doesn't really like talking negative all the time about a certain product. This in this instance, the WWE. But I'm here to talk about Monday Night Raw. Make sure you guys go subscribe and follow the podcast on all podcast platforms. Type in the Wrestling Takeover. It will pop up. Go press subscribe or follow. One of those options will pop up. I would really appreciate it. And let's get Monday Night Raw started, man. Edgar, hit the intro. Let's go. There's a lot to talk about. Welcome to... You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the fans behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Let's go, y'all, man. I appreciate everybody listening to the podcast either later on tonight or tomorrow or wherever you get an opportunity to listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. Now, Monday Night Raw, we all know is struggling heading towards Fastlane and WrestleMania. SmackDown looks like they have their matches down pat. My opinion on tonight's show, it fucking sucked. I'm going to go on record right now and say that this was the worst Monday Night Raw in recent WWE memory. Overall, WrestleMania has been, this year alone, this has been the worst WrestleMania build in recent WWE memory. That's my opinion. You guys might think differently, and that's perfectly fine. We all have different opinions. This is the great thing about pro wrestling. We don't have the same opinions all the time. They're always going to be different. But the fact is this. This is the reality of the situation, you guys, okay? You see, Vince McMahon is struggling to come up with WrestleMania matches. John Cena doesn't look like he's going to be there. Undertaker doesn't look like he's about to be there. Same with Bill Goldberg. Probably not going to be there. What about Brock Lesnar? As of now, it looks like Brock Lesnar is not going to be there. So Vince McMahon is struggling to come up with a great card for WrestleMania on both night one and night two. Monday Night Raw is struggling. And I mean they are struggling to come up with a proper card for their portion of WrestleMania. My opinion after Monday Night Raw tonight was simply, WrestleMania sucks. I'm sorry. WrestleMania sucks. I'm going to let you guys know and give you guys my reasons as to why I believe that. From the Raw side. Now, tonight we had Drew McIntyre face off against The Miz. We had Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose face off against Naomi and Lana. We then had the Raw Tag Team Championship match I'm going to get to. And I'm going to go on my rant about that when we had the New Day versus the Hurt Business. We had Damian Priest versus Jackson Riker. We had Asuka, a returning Asuka, versus Shayna Baszler. Matt Riddle defending his United States Championship against Mustafa Ali. And then in the main event, we had Lashley versus Sheamus. Now, Monday Night Raw, 
It was announced at the beginning of the top of the hour. See, this is where I'm going to kind of go on my rant right here, too. I have several rants that I'm going to go on during this show, but this one is one of them. So the opening segment, we've seen that WWE announced at the beginning of the top of the hour that Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre will face Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. This is fucking stupid. This is stupid. This doesn't make any sense. Drew McIntyre. Isn't he facing Sheamus at Fastlane? Wasn't that supposed to be a number one contenders match? I believe it was. Correct? Why did WWE announce Drew McIntyre here? I get long-term booking. I like it. From that standpoint, I like it. But this is some bullshit. This is some bullshit because... Drew McIntyre's match against Sheamus is absolutely pointless. It's pointless. I'm going to try not to curse a lot. I'm just frustrated, you guys. I really am. And I'm just ultimately sad at the way the WrestleMania card is being fleshed out. It's just so disappointing from a fan's perspective. You're watching this stuff on television week after week, and you're seeing the card flesh out. And... It really shows that they miss John Cena. They miss The Undertaker. They miss Brock Lesnar. They miss Bill Goldberg. They miss all these legends. Vince McMahon is finding a difficult, you know, he's finding it real difficult to book WrestleMania, the best possible WrestleMania that he can book. The fans are coming back full throttle. This, was the, this is going to be the first show where we will see live crowds. In the arenas. And this is the card we're going to see. This is so disappointing man. It really really is. And, and it's a damn shame. That the WWE isn't giving us. As a fan base. Their 110% energy. Heading into Wrestlemania. There's no passion. There's no. You know. Creativity. That is the one word. That angers me so much. Creativity. And we are not seeing it heading into WrestleMania. The passion. Where's the passion? I don't see passion. All I see is rush, rush, rush. This match felt rush. This announcement felt rush. It appears that Brock Lesnar is not going to be at WrestleMania. Because why would they book this match if Brock Lesnar was not going to be at WrestleMania? Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. That's not a main event match. I'm sorry. It's not a main event caliber match on night one. So Drew McIntyre began the show. He came out and WWE announced that Bobby Lashley is going to face him at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. Couldn't care less. Now they had a banger at Backlash. Absolutely. They had a great match. But we've seen it already. We've seen it already. I don't want to see it again. I really don't. And it is what it is. It's announced. There's nothing we could do about that. So MVP said that they have entered the almighty era and Lashley boosted about providing the double, the doubters wrong, excuse me, providing the doubters wrong. 
Lashley vowed to destroy McIntyre in the main event of WrestleMania. Let me pause you right there. MVP, I love you. The Hurt Business, I love. I'm going to talk about the Hurt Business later on in the review where that is going to be part of my other rant. So MVP announced that Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley potentially will main event night one. And they most likely will main event night one. Like, let's be honest. They're probably going to main event night one. That's not a main event night one caliber bout. It's not. To me, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair is a main event night one bout. Because it's a first time ever. We've never seen the match. We've seen Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley at Backlash. We're going to see it again at WrestleMania. That doesn't scream main event to me for night one. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair do. So, MVP saying that, listen, they probably will be main eventing night one. I don't agree with it. It is what it is. There's nothing we could do about that. So, Lashley vowed to destroy McIntyre in the main event of WrestleMania before The Miz and John Morrison interrupted. I couldn't give a fuck. I really couldn't. So, The Miz claimed that they were just out here to, do, to congratulate Lashley, but said that their rivalry was just getting started. Miz added that it is 316 week and did a Stone Cold Steve Austin impression while suggesting that Lashley face him at WrestleMania. Miz said that he didn't want to diminish any of Lashley's accomplishments, but had to defend the title twice in one night while suffering from cramps. Miz, no one gives a fuck about your cramps, man. Your impression of Stone Cold Steve Austin was terrible. Just get off my TV, man, please. You're holding John Morrison down. John Morrison needs to get away from the Miz. It's getting boring. It's getting very boring, and it's at a level where I'm taking my remote control and I'm changing the channel. It's just my opinion. So Drew McIntyre joined the party and walked right by The Miz and got into the ring with the WWE champion. McIntyre noted that they had similar paths with so many years traveling the roads and paying dues while opportunities kept passing them by. McIntyre added that they both weren't in WWE and had to scratch and claw their way back. McIntyre noted that he beat 30 other men to win the Royal Rumble and beat Lesnar in five minutes to win the WWE Championship. McIntyre joked that all Lashley did was make a deal with The Miz. McIntyre worried why MVP was even here. Lashley can speak for himself. The Miz and Morrison hopped on the apron and Drew McIntyre claimed that he forgot Miz was standing there. Ha ha, not really. I'm, I'm going to speak on Drew McIntyre in a second. After I finish the sentence. So McIntyre told Miz that he is going to turn back and finish the conversation with Lashley. Okay, so Drew McIntyre, listen. He's trying to be funny. He's not funny. I'm sorry. He's lacking charisma. He really is. He's lacking charisma. And at first, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of Drew McIntyre. Because I will be bullshitting you guys. And that's not what I do here. I keep it real all the time. But this is the reality of the situation and what I'm observing and watching. Drew McIntyre is missing a character. He's a great wrestler. He has a great look. Theme songs on point. Presence is on point. Mannerisms is on point. Everything's on point. 
except for a character. He's missing a character. I cannot emotionally attach myself to Drew McIntyre. I really can't. And I know I'm not a, the only one that thinks this way. I've seen a lot of people on social media have the same opinions as I did. It is what it is, man. Character development in pro wrestling is gone. And that art form needs to really return. I've been saying that forever, man. And now since I have the podcast, I'm going to continue to say it on this platform. On Twitter and everywhere else. We need more characters in professional wrestling. We're missing that. So I'm going to continue. So Drew added that if Miz tries to fight him tonight, he's going to injure him. McIntyre added that he will end the almighty era at WrestleMania and get back the WWE Championship. I'm going to hold you right there, McIntyre. Listen, bro. <laughs> Listen, bro. You're not beating Lashley. I swear to God. Bobby Lashley better retain the championship at WrestleMania. Because if he doesn't, what was the fucking point of giving him the championship if he was ultimately going to drop it immediately to Drew McIntyre? He only gets a month and a half with the championship and then drops it immediately to Drew McIntyre? Absolutely not. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I know you guys are that are listening to the podcast. You guys don't want to see that as well. That is stupid. That is going to go against everything. You gave Bobby Lashley the championship for a bit just to pretty much as a thank you for all the contributions he has been given to the WWE. Then you're going to immediately drop it to Drew McIntyre again. Drew McIntyre has had his time not once, but twice, even three times. He's a three-time WWE champion. Bobby Lashley is a one-time champion. You see, you see Roman Reigns on SmackDown demolishing everybody. Y'all know how I feel about Roman Reigns in terms of the length of his title reign that he needs to have. I'm not going to go that far in terms of Bobby Lashley, but I will say he needs to hold that championship until SummerSlam when you build up a babyface, an underdog babyface that has been built up and that is on the level of Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is a monster heel right now. He's killing everybody right now. Everybody in his path, he's running through them. Bobby Lashley lost against Drew McIntyre at Backlash. Bobby Lashley is now the champion, and he's facing Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Most likely in the main event of night one. He needs to get his revenge against Drew McIntyre. I don't give a fuck what any Drew McIntyre fan has to say. Your boy had his reign. I still love Drew McIntyre. He's missing a character. He doesn't really feel special that much anymore. But I'm still a fan of Drew McIntyre. But guess what? This is the reality of the situation. And this is the reality that the WWE is looking at right now. Everybody wants Bobby Lashley to have a legitimate lengthy reign with the WWE Championship. If that man, as the champion, goes into WrestleMania and walks out as the challenger... I have a podcast, man, so I'm going to be able to speak my mind. And I have a following, okay? I have a big following, and I have a big mouth. And I'm very passionate about what I say. I mean everything that I say on this podcast, on this platform. I'm telling you right now, if Bobby Lashley 
does not walk out at WrestleMania as still the WWE champion, I'm going to go off. I really am. And I want you to know that, WWE. I want you to know that, Vince. I love you guys. But right now, this is Bobby Lashley's time. Drew McIntyre has had his time. It's now time for Bobby Lashley. The almighty reign of Bobby Lashley needs to last for months. I give him SummerSlam. That's a lengthy reign for Bobby Lashley. Just my opinion, man. So, let me continue as I went off there. So, Lashley left the ring, and Sheamus jumped on him on the ramp, and we went to commercial break. Sheamus was interviewed backstage afterwards and said he attacked Lashley because he wants to face McIntyre at 100% at Fastlane. Sheamus challenged Lashley to a match later on tonight as that was the scheduled main event. So Drew McIntyre sent a message to Bobby Lashley. Miz faced the Miz in the first match. Listen, how many months are we going to see Drew McIntyre, Miz, John Morrison bullshit? The WWE is not creative, man. The Raw team is not creative. They do the same thing each and every week. Rinse and repeat. They rip the script. They get the script out of the trash can that they did last week. They might change a few things, but it's ultimately the same damn script. Why watch Monday Night Raw? Legitimately, this is a question to you guys. Why watch Raw when you already know what's going to happen? You're watching Raw and you're saying to yourself, wait a minute, did I see this last week? Did they do this two weeks ago? They did this a month ago and we're seeing it still? Then you turn it off, you don't even watch. I'm just keeping it a buck. That's the mentality that I know. And that's the mentality that I know you guys are feeling. I know half of you probably don't even watch Raw. You're here to listen to me. You're here to listen to me give you guys my opinions on what happened on the show. Recapping the show. Or maybe you guys do watch Raw. And you guys like what you watch. And that's fine. Majority of the time, I don't. And I'm here, and I will always let you guys know my opinion on what I watch on a weekly basis. So, McIntyre faced The Miz in the first match of the night. Miz uploaded on some punches, but McIntyre quickly battled back. Drew bounced The Miz's head off the turnbuckle and beat him down in the corner of the ring. Drew launched Miz across the ring and then leveled him with the headbutt. John Morrison distracted Drew McIntyre by throwing his sunglasses at him. McIntyre stomped on the glasses, but Miz capitalized on the distraction with some punches. McIntyre shrugged them off and connected with the clothesline. Drew followed it up with the reversal Alabama slam and set up the Claymore, but Morrison dragged Miz out of the ring. The referee then kicked Morrison out ringside as Raw went to commercial break. When Raw returned, Miz booted McIntyre in the knee and planted him with the DDT for a near fall. Miz went for the scroll-crushing finale, but McIntyre countered it into an arm drag and followed it up with a massive clothesline. McIntyre once again hurtled Miz across the ring and then hit a neckbreaker. McIntyre sent Miz out of the ring and drove him into the barricade. McIntyre slammed Miz in the corner apron and then onto the barricade once again. Then Drew broke the referee's count, but quickly returned back in the ring and bashed Miz's face off of the steel steps multiple times. 
Back in the ring, McIntyre connected with a future shock DDT and then connected with the Claymore for the pinfall and the victory. Post-match, McIntyre pointed out the WrestleMania sign, as they always do, before applying the Hurt Lock full Nelson to The Miz in an effort to send a direct message to the WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. Who cares? I, I couldn't give one single shit. Like I said, McIntyre is missing a character. I'm finding it very difficult to get invested in the guy. I love the guy, but it's hard to get invested when he doesn't have a character. Some people might say the same thing with Bobby Lashley. Oh, he doesn't have a character. Yes, he does. He's a fucking kick-ass machine. That's the character. Simple. Very simple. Up next, Braun Strowman challenged Shane McMahon. So we had a Braun Strowman march down to the ring. Shane stopped on the apron, on the entrance ramp. And Strowman stated that his whole life, he has been bullied by guys like McMahon. Shane stated that he finds Braun's comments disgusting and he would never make fun of another human being. Okay, Shane. Sure you didn't. Strowman flipped out and challenged Shane to a match tonight. Shane McMahon said now he knows Braun Strowman is stupid and that it will be, quote-unquote, Brian versus Braun tonight. I don't know what he meant by that, and I couldn't give a fuck. So... Up next, we had Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke as they defeated Naomi and Lana. So Naomi and Lana squared off against Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Women's tag team champions Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax joined commentary for the match. Shayna and Nia will defend, obviously, the SmackDown Women's Championship against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. So Mandy Rose connected with the fallaway slam and then sent Naomi to the corner. Dana tagged in and hit Naomi with a splash. Rose tagged back in and connected with a knee to the face for a near fall. Naomi escaped and tagged in Lana. Lana hit a series of kicks before planted uh, Mandy Rose with the Bulldog. Lana then planted Mandy Rose with a neck breaker to follow up with the Bulldog. And she went for the cover, but Dana Brooke broke it up. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke slammed Naomi to the canvas. Mandy then planted Lana with the suplex before Raw Women's Champion Asuka's music hit. Asuka made her down to the entrance ramp, and then Shayna sprinted after Asuka booted Shayna Baszler in the face and uploaded some punches before Adam Pierce, the quote-unquote GM, and some WWE officials broke it up. Mandy rolled up Lana for the two-count, and Dana Brooke tagged back in. Lana hit Mandy with a face buster, but Dana Brooke caught Lana with a neckbreaker and the pen. Who gives a shit? It was nice to see Asuka. I love Asuka. I'm happy she's back. And uh, she's look healthy. So that's all I can say. The women's tag team championships are fucking stupid. They're fucking pointless. Get rid of it and bring in a mid-card championship for the women. I will continuously say that and say it and say it. I truly believe that needs to be the case. Naomi. I love her. If she retired today, she will go down easily. Top three most underrated, underappreciated wrestlers in the modern era of WWE. I've pitched on Twitter. I've pitched on here. And I will continue to say it. She needs to number one split up with Lana. And she needs to go to SmackDown and be with 
the tribal chief. Now, I've seen people on social media today bring up that Naomi should join the Hurt Business. I'm going to talk about the Hurt Business and why that's pretty not a good idea. So, this match was pointless, didn't do anything for me whatsoever. Speaking of the Hurt Business, we had Almas and AJ Styles. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, AJ Styles, man. What a disappointment. So, the Hurt Business defended their Raw Tag Team Championships against the New Day to begin the second hour. Alexander and Woods start off the action. Woods applied a headlock in the middle of the ring, but Cedric reversed it into an arm bar. Woods rolled up Alexander for a near fall and then connected with the arm drag to follow up. Kingston tagged in and Cedric caught him with the big boot to the face. Shelton Benjamin tagged in and planted Kingston with the spine buster, which was a beautiful snipe buster by Shelton Benjamin for a near fall. Hurt Business dominated the next few minutes and kept Kingston isolated in the corner. Benjamin hopped out of the ring and sent Woods shoulder first into the steel steps and then tagged in Alexander. Alexander picked up uh, Kofi Kingston onto the top turnbuckle and traded punches with him. Kingston got the better of the exchange and delivered a drop kick off the top rope. Woods tagged in and knocked the Hurt Business to the outside. New Day then tried to leap onto them, but the Hurt Business was ready and laid them out. Obviously, Raw went to commercial break. Raw returned. Cedric and Xavier were trading clotheslines in the ring. Alexander connected with a... Uh, what is it? Oh, my God. Mishioku driver. I always botch that. I always botch that uh, word. Mikioku uh, driver and went for the cover, but Woods was able to kick out of the last minute. Kingston and Shelton tagged in, and Benjamin hit a Insiguri for a near fall. Kingston responded with a Hurricane Rana and then a double stomp for a two count. Kingston followed it up with the SOS for another pin. So back and forth exchanges, back and forth pinfall attempts, but each man kicked out. It was decent to this point. So Kingston made his way to the top rope, but Benjamin caught him with a slam for a two count. Woods knocked out Cedric out of the ring, and he hit him with a tornado DDT onto the floor. Six spot. Very, very cool spot. Kofi Kingston hit a trouble of paradise on Shelton and tagged in Woods. Kingston hit Cedric with a suicide dive as Woods connected with an elbow drop. New Day then hit Daybreak on Shelton Benjamin for the pinfall. And they became the new Raw Tag Team Champions. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here goes my rant. Uh, viewer discretion is advised. If you love the New Day, great. I'm with you guys. I love the New Day as well. I put my notes down for a second. This is from the heart. Okay? I want to let everybody know right now. This is from the heart. Listen. The Hurt Business. Their momentum is done. They lost the tag team championships tonight. The reality is they didn't even do anything with the fucking titles. Whose fault's that? That's not their fault. I'm here to tell you that Bobby Lashley might lose the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Well, you guys will probably ask, well, why is that? 
They just lost the tag team titles tonight. To me, that means that Bobby Lashley is up next to lose the championship. I believe Bobby Lashley has an opportunity to legitimately drop that championship at WrestleMania, and I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Why did the New Day win tonight? Can someone explain to me why the New Day won tonight? Why did you have to stifle the momentum of the Hurt Business tonight? They were on a such huge high, a huge momentum, and you stifled it. This match was pointless. This match brought nothing to the table. You're just announcing matches just to fucking announce them. That doesn't make any sense to me. The Raw Tag Team Championships and the division is trash. AEW and Impact Wrestling are putting Raw and SmackDown's Tag Team Division and NXT's Tag Team Division to fucking shame. It's awful. It's awful. Raw fucking sucks. Women's Division's trash. The Tag Team Division's trash. The main event scene is not that good. The U.S. title scene is not really that good either. I mean, what the fuck? Raw is overall trash. Let me get this straight, though. The Hurt Business. The most over group on Monday Night Raw. In fact, I believe they are the best thing on Monday Night Raw. They lost tonight. They lost tonight. Why? I don't know. Was it to pat the New Day's stats? I get it. Vince McMahon loves the New Day. I love the New Day, too. But they won for no reason. They won for no reason. And after the match, AJ Styles and Almas came out to the ring. Styles said that they are currently do not have anything planned for WrestleMania. Aw, AJ, listen, bro. I had an idea for you. Triple H. You could have challenged someone from NXT. Triple H or NXT. You had one of the two. At least I had plans for you. You see the WWE? They don't have plans for you. And you're fucking AJ Styles. This dude should be on the fucking top tier discussion. In terms of ideas for WrestleMania, this guy has nothing. Are you fucking mental? You have to be fucking serious with this shit. AJ Styles has no plans. Guys, how does that make any sense? It's mind-boggling to me. And it showed tonight. Tonight was the main reason. It was a factor. The WWE really has nothing for anybody at WrestleMania. And it really angers me. It really angers me, man. The WWE really needs to get their shit together. AJ Styles should have already had a match planned, booked, presented to him, and we see it on TV. He's in the Tag Team Championship match for no reason. He didn't even qualify. Almas and Styles weren't even official tag team. And they're already getting a Tag Team Championship opportunity. You guys, that doesn't make any sense. That does not make any sense to me whatsoever. It's laughable, but it's ultimately sad. I don't care about this match. And I cannot believe I'm saying that. AJ fucking Styles is in this match, and I couldn't give one single fuck. I couldn't care.
I couldn't care. And I'm sorry that I don't care. If you care, God bless you, bro. God bless you, but I don't care. I'm finding it incredibly difficult to get invested into anything on Monday Night Raw. This was a terrible decision. I'm not a fan of this at all. And this didn't need to happen. This didn't need to happen at all. But it did, and it's official, and it is what it is. This just showed right here. This match being official showed me and many others that the WWE truly does not know what they're doing. And don't tell me that the WWE had this planned. I call bullshit. I don't think they had this plan. I really don't think they had this plan. I don't think Vince McMahon was sitting in the boardroom like, oh, yeah, man. So we're going to do the Raw Tag Team Championship match at WrestleMania. We're going to have the New Day versus Almas and AJ Styles. Really? That's the best you can do for AJ Styles. You got to be kidding me, dude. That's the best for the tag team championships. Unify the fucking titles, bro. Unify the tag team championships at WrestleMania. Give me the New Day versus uh, the Street Profits at WrestleMania. Have the Street Profits beat Ziggler and Rude on SmackDown. Have them reclaim the titles. Give me the New Day. Give me the Street Profits at WrestleMania and unify the tag team championships. It will benefit both divisions. They will have more teams in the division. The championship floating between Raw and SmackDown. How hard is that? I came up with that from the top of my head. I've always been saying this. This is why I'm the creative king, man. This is why I'm more creative than WWE themselves, bro. Simple. No one's on my level, bro. Nobody. Nobody, man. This is ridiculous. They're doing this to... The tag team division, the tag team titles, and they're doing this to AJ, bro. Listen, they're probably all excited about this match, and great. I hope they blow me away with this match. I hope almost blows me the fuck away. But right now, as we speak, when that match was announced, not only did I shrug my shoulders, I put my head down in disappointment. You see, that's the overall vibe of WrestleMania to me. I'm disappointed. I'm going to continue, man. That was part of my rant. I'm going to move on. So, we've seen The Miz attack Bad Bad Bunny. Damian Priest battled Jackson Riker on Raw tonight. Who gives a shit? Bad Bunny and Elias were ringside for the match. Riker went right after Damian Priest, but Priest connected with a broken arrow. Priest followed it up with a hit to the lights for the win and the victory. After the match, Elias attacked Damian Priest from behind. Elias brought his guitar into the ring, but Bad Bunny ripped it away. Elias tried to slam Bad Bunny, but he escaped and punched him in the face. Damian Priest then planted Elias with the hit the lights. John Morrison came down the ring ramp for a distraction and Miz hit Bad Bunny from the behind with the guitar. I mean... That looked absolutely brutal. The selling of Bad Bunny was fantastic. But I, I the only reason why I kind of care about this because I want to see what Bad Bunny does and Damian Priest do. We all know what, what Damian Priest is capable of. He's a future star. 
He is for sure a future star in the WWE. But I'm, you know, I want to compliment Bad Bunny, man. Shout out to Bad Bunny with it. You feel me? His passion. He loves this shit. You can tell he loves this shit. And I commend him for that, man. He's not one of these celebrities that's just come in for a paycheck and leave and bounce. He legitimately cares about what he's doing. And you can feel it as a fan watching. So shout out to Bad Bunny, man. So the next segment we seen was another rant alert, guys. Another rant alert. I'll let you guys know. So Shane McMahon humiliated Braun Strowman. So Shane McMahon was set to face Braun Strowman tonight. Before the match, Shane McMahon rode out to the ring and grabbed a microphone. Shane walked everyone through his warm-up routine as Braun Strowman uh, shouted at him to get to the ring. McMahon did his hop step and said it could help Strowman learn a couple things or two. Strowman chased after Shane and caught him outside of the ring. Braun launched Shane into the barricade and followed it up with a massive kick to the midsection. Strowman went for a shoulder tackle, but Shane hit him with the camera to the face. Shane McMahon cleared off the announce table before cracking Strowman over the head with the camera again. Shane climbed to the top turnbuckle and delivered an elbow drop, leap of faith, as they like to call it. Shane then taunted Strowman and poured... Listen. Shane McMahon poured, I swear to God, he poured green slime all over Braun Strowman. Shane called Strowman stupid before pouring another bucket of slime on him. McMahon shouted at Braun to never challenge him again. It was then announced that Shane McMahon will face Strowman at Fastlane. So Shane McMahon pretty much called Braun Strowman his bitch. You're my bitch. Take this fucking slime to the face and shut the fuck up. I kind of LOL'd at that. That's just the mentality that I've seen. Now, I want to say this right now. Congratulations, WWE. Congratulations. Thank you for not booking this match at WrestleMania. I'm going to do the little cross pray. I hope this does not continue. I'm praying to the lights. I'm praying to the wrestling gods out there. I know you're listening to me. I know you're listening to me. So I need you to do me a big favor right now. Do not give Vince McMahon an idea of continuing this feud. Heading into WrestleMania. Please. One off and get the fuck out. Strowman, get the fuck out. Shane, get the fuck out. You guys are... Listen. This feud is unnecessary. This feud's stupid. I'm not the only one that thinks that way. Everybody on social media felt the same exact way. It's pointless. This whole feud is pointless anyways. Move on. Who cares? Legitimately, who gives a shit about this feud? Move on. Let's get it at fast lane. Get it over with. And let's move on. This is ridiculous. So fucking stupid, man. So Asuka got revenge on Shayna Baszler. And it was funny how she did it. So a returning Asuka battled Shayna Baszler as we began the final hour of Monday Night Raw. Shayna puts Asuka on the shelf a few weeks, um, a few weeks back by booting her in the face and broke some of the teeth of Asuka. 
So Baszler said that she enjoyed it and wanted to do it again. Asuka dominated early, booted Nia Jax out of the ring. The match officially started and Asuka hit Shayna with the hip attack. Asuka delivered a hip attack to Shayna Baszler as well and Nia Jax. Shayna caught Asuka with the knee to the face and the Raw Women's Champion grabbed her mouth. So that was weird. She grabbed her mouth. What do you think was going to happen? So Shayna uploaded some punches to the face, but Asuka broke free and applied an arm bar. Asuka broke the hole to hit Nia Jax with a dropkick as she tried to get into the ring. Shayna went for the Kudafuda clutch, but Asuka countered it into a cover for the pin. After the match, Shayna Baszler tried to attack Asuka, but it was backfired. Asuka hit a German suplex and booted Shayna in the face several times. Asuka then bashed Shayna Baszler's face into the turnbuckle and then exposed the metal ring breathe. So Asuka took out Shayna Baszler's mouthpiece and put Shayna Baszler's teeth around the exposed metal. The referees hopped in and the way Shayna escaped. So pretty much Asuka tried to do the same thing that Shayna Baszler did to her all those couple weeks ago. I love the intensity of Asuka, this new Asuka. But WWE, I want to see my girl, Kana, with the clown makeup. I want to see that version of Asuka. She's showing this more aggressive intensity. I love it. But I want to see that face paint. I want to see that clown makeup at WrestleMania, if she's eventually going to be in the match at WrestleMania. And um, I still stand by this. It needs to be Asuka versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Do not, I repeat WWE, do not leave Rhea Ripley off of WrestleMania. Put that woman in the Raw Women's Championship match as well. Make it a triple threat and let's move on. Do not leave Rhea Ripley off the card. The only way you would leave her off is if you legitimately have nothing for her. You're going to do Asuka and Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Champion, which I hope you don't do. It looks like you will, and I don't like it. Use Rhea Ripley for after WrestleMania, and you go from there. But me personally, I would bring in Rhea Ripley, make it a triple threat at WrestleMania. Because Asuka looks like she will be at WrestleMania. We'll see what happens. So Riddle defeated Mustafa Ali as Riddle defended the United States Championship against Mustafa Ali on Raw. Retribution was ringside for the bout. So Riddle controlled the early action and booted Mustafa out of the ring. Riddle followed Ali out of the ring. But Mustafa slammed Riddle and followed him out. And he nailed a slam onto the announce table. Back in the ring, Ali hit Riddle with a kick to the uh, midsection. And then both superstars, both on the ring apron, Ali slammed Riddle to the floor outside of the ring with the neck breaker, which looked absolutely brutal. That was a brutal spot. When Raw returned, Ali hit another neck breaker and went for the cover, but Riddle was able to kick out at two. Ali applied a headlock in the middle of the ring, but Riddle broke free. Riddle booted Mustafa in the chest and then followed it up with some jabs. Matt Riddle connected with the Pele kick and he followed it up with the forearm to the face. Love the combinations, man. I love them. So Matt Riddle connected with the suplex and then a Bromden 
Fernier Falk. Again, the combinations. Riddle went for this final uh, flash knee, but Ali dodged it. Ali rolled up Matt Riddle, but T-Bar had the referee distracted. Riddle then planted Mustafa Ali with the bro Derek for the pin and the win. So Matt Riddle retained the championship, and this isn't looking good for the retribution stable. I don't know where they go with this Mustafa Ali retribution shit. I really don't know where they go. I couldn't give a fuck. In the group, give me Mia Yim. Put her in the women's championship division. Listen, these people need to seriously get rid of the costumes. Get rid of the fucking thing. Give me Mia Yim. Give me Dominic Dijakovic. Dio Maddox can go to NXT, develop his, you know, character and moveset and everything like that. Slapjack, whatever the fuck. Shane Thorne, put him back in NXT. This shit needs to be over and done with. Gotta be over and done with. No one cares. They're not over. There's no emotionally attachment to these people. No one cares, okay? Nobody cares, period. So the next match we've seen, main event, Bobby Lashley and Sheamus. So we've seen them two battle it out. And overall, it was a, listen, was a decent match for what it was. I'm not really going to go, you know, talk about it exactly what happened here from point to point. I'll uh, talk about towards the end of it. So Sheamus applied the Cloverleaf submission, but Lashley broke free. Lashley connected with a power slam and went for the cover, but Sheamus was able to kick out it too. Lashley connected with the superplex and went for a spear, but the Celtic warrior countered it with the knee to the face and knee strike. Sheamus followed it up with the white noise and went for the, another pin, but Lashley was able to kick out at two and a half. So Sheamus went for the bro kick, but Lashley countered it with the spear, which was the out of nowhere spear, and pinned Sheamus for the one, two, three. After the match, Lashley applied the heart lock to Sheamus. McIntyre got in the ring and leveled Lashley with the Claymore kick. I Listen, I couldn't give a fuck. Couldn't care about this match. The feud. I'm whatever about it. I'm whatever about it. It looks like it's going to happen at WrestleMania. And it is what it is. There's nothing really we could do about it. Now, <laughs> I want to talk about Alexa Bliss. I'm going to end it with this. And the review with Alexa Bliss. I've seen people on social media. She had a segment, right? She was talking about Randy Orton doing her thing, being cryptic, being eerie, being a little intimidating. She's going to challenge Randy Orton at Fastlane. What's in the box? I don't know what the fuck's in the box, Bliss. You know what's in the box. Tell us what's in the box. She didn't show us. All she did was do her mannerisms. I love it. She challenged Orton. And we're going to see it at Fastlane. So, The Fiend. Everyone's talking about The Fiend. Where's The Fiend? I miss The Fiend. Fiend, Fiend, Fiend. I miss The Fiend. Listen, WWE, you got one shot. 
Uno. One shot to make this right. The Fiend needs to come back different. Matterisms different. Look different. Presentation different. Theme song, keep it. Maybe alter it a little bit, but keep it. The Fiend needs to look just even more mortal. This is a make or break situation, WWE. I want everybody to know that. This is a make or break for this storyline. If you fuck up a fast lane, this storyline's done. Now, they're going to have to write it out because they're going to face off at WrestleMania. The Fiend and Randy Orton. It's pretty much official without actually being confirmed. Listen, I... um. I love The Fiend. I'm one of the biggest Fiend marks in the wrestling community. But this storyline is getting pretty old fairly quickly. It's a combination of long-term storytelling at its worst. They did great over the past couple months, but later down the line, they really haven't been doing anything. They've been kind of doing the same segments with Alexa Bliss and the Black Goo and everything like that. And it's been coming off as more goofy than anything. WWE, I don't really trust you. I don't trust you with this. The Fiend, man. Is he dead? Some people say yeah. Some people say no. Some people like me, we're in between. I'm very excited for The Fiend's return, but I'm very scared. Because how dominant can you make the guy? If he's coming back from getting burned, quote-unquote, getting burned, he comes back. How are you going to beat the motherfucker? How was it? You know, how are you going to do it? What match are we going to get with Randy Orton and The Fiend? People are saying a Firefly Funhouse type of uh, match with The Fiend and Randy Orton, similar to John Cena and The Fiend at WrestleMania last year. The Fiend, listen, pretty much going over the decorated career of Randy Orton, his flaws, his accomplishments, woo, woo, woo. We don't really want to see a singles match, right? Not really. Maybe. Maybe they make a feed into an actual wrestler this time. I don't know. We'll see. Does the WWE even have a plan for The Fiend? I'm going to say no. Do they have a plan to, where they're going to end the storyline? No. WWE has been struggling during WrestleMania season. On Monday Night Raw alone. And it's showing tonight. More than ever, they are missing John Cena. They are missing Triple H. They're missing The Undertaker. They're missing Bill Goldberg. They're missing Brock Lesnar. They're missing these big-time names. These big-time names. They're missing. I love the WWE. Tonight was a terrible show. I couldn't give a fuck about anything that happened on the show, except for the Alexa Bliss Emic, but even that is getting a little old. 
And like I said, that's coming from one of the biggest Fiend fans in the wrestling community. WWE needs to do better. I know they can do better, but right now it looks like they don't give a shit. So if you don't care, why are we going to care as a fan base? If you enjoyed Monday Night Raw tonight, again, that's great. But this whole WrestleMania build, it's been awful, man. It's been awful. WWE, I wish I ran, I wish I ran WWE from a creative standpoint. I really do. I I really would make the ratings go up. I really would, bro. Give me one year, I'll make it happen. Might sound cocky, it is what it is. I'm confident. I would make it happen. They don't have a system. I would have a system. They would have a plan. Or, in this case, they don't have a plan, but I have a plan. On how to make the ratings better. Character development. Less skipped promos. You know, build characters. Trust in your wrestlers. Trust in your talent. Create new stars. Stop relying on the John Cena's, the Edges, the Randy Orton's. They're not going to be there for that much longer. And when they're gone, who else are you going to trust? Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. Those guys are not going to be around that much longer. They're not going to be around. And I'm going to tell you that right now. They're not going to be around that much longer. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And that's the question that Vince McMahon really needs to ask himself. Listen, I'm a fan first. I'm a fan first. I love this business. I love giving you guys my ideas and how I would do things. I hate watching an episode of Raw or SmackDown or whatever, any wrestling show, where a majority of my opinions are all negative. I hate that shit. I really do. But I'm here to give you guys my opinions on what I see. And tonight was just not a good show. I'm sorry. I'm hoping, I'm hoping after this lesson in terms of WrestleMania that they turn around for next year. But I'm not going to give my hopes up. The card right now for WrestleMania is really weak. It's hella weak. It's hella weak. There's not that mega match right now. You got Bianca and Sasha, okay? You got Roman Reigns and everything with him. That's fine. But that's on SmackDown. What about Monday Night Raw? We don't have one right now. They don't know what they're doing. And tonight really showed it. You guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this review. Like I said, please go subscribe and follow to the Wrestling Takeover podcast on all podcast platforms. Type in the Wrestling Takeover it will pop up. Go subscribe and follow. I know I mentioned that in the beginning, but I would really love if I get more followers. I would really appreciate it. Social media. Go follow the podcast on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. I'm building a nice community of a family there, of the Wrestling Takeover family. You guys that are listening are part of the Wrestling Takeover family. And I love you guys very much. And thank you for following me on Instagram. It means a lot. Follow me on Twitter. It's very hectic on Twitter, but uh, 
I love being on Twitter, giving you guys my in-depth thoughts, my in-depth quick opinions on everything and pro wrestling and just life in general. So go follow me at JT Takeover. I would really appreciate it. If you guys have any questions or any concerns, you want to reach out to me, DM me on Twitter, and you guys can reach out to me on my Instagram account, on my podcast account. I would really appreciate it that. And um, if you guys have any questions, like I said, you guys can even email me at my business email at jordanmturn at gmail.com. I want to do a Q&A sometime this year. So send me some questions there as well. I would love it. I would love to answer you guys' questions in terms of pro wrestling or just life in general. Um, I really love to motivate you guys, man. If you guys are out there chasing a dream, please go do it. If it's just to start a podcast or be a rapper or whatever you guys want to do, go chase that dream, man. No one's going to stop you. The only person that will stop you is yourself. It's all mental. It really is. If you're if you're not a you know mental you know in terms of the ability, you're not gonna really do nothing, man. So figure that out first. Once you got that, it'll be straight. Keep doing your guys' stuff, man. And um, thank you again for continuing to listen to the wrestling takeover. This is the creative king. Yes, the creative king. That's a nickname that I uh, came up with myself. It's just me saying that I am the king of creativity, and uh, I really am. Nobody has the ability of coming with quick, rapid ideas like me. And um, that's just a confidence boost for myself. So I want to kind of address that because I know people might be like, why are you calling yourself that? Whatever. It's just a confidence thing, you guys. That's all. Just a confidence thing. We're all kings over here. If you're on the wrestling takeover, if you're with me, you're a king. Women out there, you're a queen. We're all kings and queens here. So I want to point that out. And um, I'm signing off. Monday Night Brawl is over. And um, the next time I will see you guys is Wednesday for NXT. They're moving to Tuesday nights starting immediately after WrestleMania, the first week after WrestleMania. I can't wait to talk about that. Talk about what happened on NXT. I got some of my topics already that I want to talk about. I will be presenting that on Friday. Um, so a lot of wrestling coming up this week. And then lastly, we got Fastlane this upcoming Sunday. So stay tuned to the Wrestling Takeover for all your wrestling talk. And uh, much love to everybody. God bless. Y'all have a great night. I'll see you guys Wednesday for NXT. Catch you guys later. Walk past, I 